The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, power of water and water life science. Did you know that with water life science has been uh, the focus of my research for many, many, many years, over 25 years? And that water life science application in your everyday life for a healthier planet and a new lifestyle is so important to you as a person. You need to relay this message about the Power of Water radio talk show. We bring in guests from all over the world. We've been in Holland. We've been in Europe, uh, uh, in European countries, in England and Italy and We've been in Kenya, uh, I could go on all over the United States and Canada uh, with the subject of what we discuss is your health and your complaints. If you listened to the show last, Friday, last Monday with Dr. Pollock and I on August 22nd, I hung up the, from the show and thought, oh my gosh, that should be our signature show forever because water is vital to your health and life. And as you all can shake your head and think, when was the last time they found a cure for a disease or a complaint? Hasn't been. And what we discussed on that show, with Dr. Pollock, who's a well-known scientist in studying water of the body, And I've been studying water of the body with biologic aqua research, but I've also been studying the water vapor of the air and the fresh water on the planet and the billions of years that have passed. And it is just shocking. They're not doing what we do with biologic aqua research, primarily focused on nothing but water. Water is the key is the, is the life organism of all living life from the beginning of time. I just have no doubt what I've studied that religion so far back, thousands of years ago, knew that without the water, there is no life. And in the water, there's got to be a God. There's got to be something miracle. And as I've told you through the years, 10 years of my show, the mission and this pilgrimage is so important for you and become a messenger and study with us. The life of the water has a story for billions of years. Research needs to be focused on water to get the cure. There'll be no cure 
if we're not specializing in studying water. Other research centers and universities and scientists can study all these other things, but they're not going to find the cure without water. It has to be a primary focus. That's what we do. What's going on from the beginning of time is around the planet Earth, you had that water vapor before Earth began a droplet. And then all of a sudden, an evaporation happened in the water vapor, a temperature changed, and the droplet fell, called rain. And then the rain came down and pounded, 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 and then all of a sudden, filled up what's below the surface of Earth called an aquifer's cage, aquifers. And then the water came to the surface and began a soil. And life began with an organism of excitement, a, a melody, a rhapsody, a concert, life, a magic with water. No two people coming from the mother's pocket of water enter into living with the water vapor that keeps you alive with no two people have the same eyes. No so two people have the same fingerprints. Everything inside of your body with all those organs, the brain, 80 to 85% water connected to the eyes in the womb at the same moment for a purpose. The surface of your eye is 99% water. It's not an eye drop. It's not saline solution. It's, it's water. And it's like we said on the show last Monday, and we're going to keep teaching it, teaching it, teaching it. You are electrolytic to the water vapor like a lightning rod. You're living with that water. And until you are convinced and educated about who you are, how you're living, and how exciting of a special life you are, to embrace it, but Earth whispers, don't take it all with you. Leave something behind for all the other people and the children of the world to know you cared about your health, your life, but the power of water, you must make a focus. What are our politicians and our individuals worldwide doing with the number one infrastructure should be water first? They've even put water in a water crisis too. Research needs to bring water to the focus of everything we touch or there will not be a word called eternity. Now we should do something. We can. It can be done. Your body's organs inside, behind that skin, are made up of percentage of water per organ. When you have a complaint and a disease, it's because something happened with water evaporation, because the moment you were born, you left that sack of water, you began to evaporate water loss from your own individuality, living with the water vapor of the air per person. Because there are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. You are that unique. You are that special. Now, five things that you must learn. You must learn to breathe that moisture in from the air with breathing exercises. You bring in through the nose and you exhale through the mouth, push it out with exercising that. If you're driving the car, walking it through the house, when you're wanting to be alone, in your shower, in your tub, wherever, breathe in through the nose at the water vapor and push it out through the mouth to filter yourself. Get rid of that toxin. 
push it out. Living with water vapor. Number two, drinking 8 to 10 or 12 glasses. It depends upon how much you need personally a day. But you've got to learn to do what Dr. Chow has taught us. You must drink one full glass at a time because it's got to absorb. Sipping is not going to work. And you need to find times when you will absorb it. And yes, you will go to the bathroom more, but that's detoxification and filtering. Number three, the food you eat. We found a recreation on this planet Earth to enjoy entertaining and relaxing with chomping and chewing and tasting. Those nerve endings on the tongue that I've studied for dry mouth, those nerve endings really do pick up on craving. Taste buds of what you just ate for you personally. Have you ever noticed you like some things that other people you know don't like? That's because of your saliva and your taste buds. And how you eat is up to you for your health. You've got to learn to be healthy with what you eat. It's got to digest. And we're going to be talking about that today with the doctor. Our special guest today is going to be about that. And so today, when you are going to be addressing the food and the yum, it's your diet. It's very important to you. It's how you eat for you personally. Number four, moderate exercise. Now, all of you are watching the Olympics, and I'm going to date this show. But in Brazil, how wonderful the Olympics were in Brazil. And all of those wonderful athletes pushing themselves, pushing themselves to excel. Did you notice? They all, the ones that were doing uh, out there had to be taught how to drink water, how to breathe. Breathing is a secret. It's a big secret in athletics. Drinking enough hydration. Also, the proper diet for you personally, for your energy, and you're being able to work out like that. Then the moderate exercise. If you're not overtraining, you've got to have a moment of moderate exercise to just kick back. Just kick back. Slow down that evaporation. Then sleeping. The earth sleeps. You've got to learn to sleep. If you have a hard time going to sleep, do some breathing exercises. If you wake up during the evening and night, do some breathing exercises. It works. Everybody I've taught how to do it, it works. It's going to be fun today. Now, we're going to learn from Dr. Teresa, I'm going to spell it, Nicosia. She'll tell me how to spell it. She's a PhD. She's a registered psychologist. She believes in the food you're eating is so important. Yum, plant-based recipes is a, di- a book that she has out. And we're going to be talking a lot about your diet and what you need to emphasize on for your day. Now, you can cheat. My husband cheats. He's from Holland. And, oh, does he like to eat the cheating food? We'll go in to, uh, recently, we went into a McDonald's. Actually, it was a Carl's Jr. And he said, would you like to go in? You can have a salad and he could get a hamburger. And I thought, okay, let's go cheat. So we went in and guess what? the manager knew him. And I said, Bill, how often do you come here? Oh, not too often. I said, the manager knows you, Bill. You must come more often. In fact, the manager even gave him a little snack, a little gesture. While we were waiting for our meal, I was getting a salad and he was getting a hamburger. Uh Uh-huh, Bill, you cheat. 
we all have a moment of cheating, but I make sure every evening he gets the nutrients he has to have. Bill and I have been married for 53 years. We have never been sick. There's a secret to that, and what that is, we only work at every day and not take it for granted. It's so important, your health. It's your gift. It's your gift. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. At the surface of your eye, 99% water. When you hear the word, I love dry eye, that new commercial on, love dry eye, well, guess what dry eye is? Dry eye is the surface of your eye is 99% water. It's not a compound ingredient. It's not a formulation eye drop. It's not saline solution. You're not a barnacle. It's water evaporation at the surface of the eye, needing a supplement of water. Ophthalmology research brought me into study many years ago. We put on the market throughout the United States a treatment of what handheld portable device of misting the eyes with tissue culture grade water with just a mist. You can wear cosmetics. It won't drip. In fact, it even softens the crow's feet. It's very healthy for the eyelid, but it does absorb as a humidity effect to help supplement to slow down the evaporation of the eyes. No different than your toothbrush to prevent hopefully cavities. You need to supplement that eye before you apply the eye drops. We will listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Nicosia. I'm sorry, but well, she'll teach me how to pronounce it. We'll be back with you here in a minute. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Nicosia, are you with us? I am here. And it's Dr. Now, how do Nicosia? I pronounce you, you were so how do I pronounce your last Dr. Name? Nicasio. Nicasio. Okay, yes, good. That's it. Well, thank yeah. you for coming on today, and I'm going to tell the audience a little bit about what you have here, but I'll have you tell us a little bit more about you. You said here that your life journey changed forever when you started having personal health crises in 1997, and you've been on a mission ever since to try to figure out your own health, but also assist others with what they need to learn, with what you've learned. 
tell us a little bit about your past up to when before 1997. Uh, why do you? Why, where were you then? And uh, to get where you're at today. Yeah, I'd be happy to, Sharon, and I, I was fortunately able to listen live a little bit to when you were talking about Bill and and cheating, and <laughs> and, uh, and I'm so excited to be here. Isn't that and, a funny uh, story, the, the manager yeah. knew him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was, he was totally outed. <laughs> no getting around that. And, uh, you know, the human experience is, is really right. precious. Right. Um, and, and I think that... You know, first of all, acknowledging and embracing the the reality of that humanness is important. But I think the other thing that you've um, I've listened to a little bit of your shows, and I really like your message about discovering what is appropriate for you. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest part of my message is really about bio individuality and in, spe- right. in particular about food sensitivities. Right. Because right. that was. That was where there was a blind spot, and I, you know, you talk about water as a blind spot, and it's a huge blind spot, and also food sensitivities and food allergies also are, and people are going around sick and don't even know why, and it can be, it can be, it isn't always, but it can be really easy to reverse. So it can be uh, reversed. In fact, when you get into water research and you're studying, studying the behavior of the water inside its individuality. People have not been educated in research, physicians have not had it in school, and of course the patients and the people in, uh, on our planet, our, our culture, have not mm-hmm. been educated that what you eat is very important to your health, and mm-hmm. that fact that those organs of the body with the water, percentage per organ, if there should be something you're allergic to, and it could be a carrot, it could be mm-hmm. anything. Exactly. And then inflammation begins for you personally inside of there, all individual, because Mm -hmm. the evaporation of the body, did you hear me talk about water evaporation? That evaporation Mm -hmm. begins the moment you're born living with water vapor. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not studying from birth, doctor. The baby's evaporation process that could cause an inflammation, it could even be the mother's milk. It could be Mm -hmm. the formula. Right. And if you think about just basic physics and science and chemistry, uh, I, was, I was more of a science person before I got into psychology. I'm a psychologist, as you probably know. Um, uh-huh. But you think about anything that happens. You know, if you drive your car, there's the friction, and then the friction of the car, the rubber on the, on the pavement, creates heat. And in our body, whenever there's irritation, that's going to create heat. And what does heat create? It creates evaporation. It create, you know, there's going to be some exactly. dehydration. In fact, I'm going to be a little bit more gross. Excuse me. I get a little bit more blunt. I'm saying that when that happens in the body, it becomes like a manure and it heats mm-hmm. up. It's no mm-hmm. different than the farmer wanting to use the manure and the hay out in the field because it'll heat up and draw moisture from the air and an evaporation. Um, people have to realize you're right doctor, that that toxin, I'm not going to call it toxin, you call it heat, I call it like a manure fit, it grabs mm-hmm. on into the water cell in the cell and grabs onto the next cell because it's going, it wants company. Mm-hmm. And they've never studied that evaporation process that is so vital to finding cures. 
Right. So really important. So there's many different angles. And in my case, uh, I was, I was, uh, I had my daughter and which I didn't realize at the time it actually triggered, I, I've already, I already had autoimmune symptoms but never been diagnosed and never knew about it except allergies, asthma, and then every other mm-hmm. diagnosis on the planet, you know, IBS, mm-hmm. migraines, uh, uh, mm-hmm. tinnitus, uh, vertigo, you know, <laughs> all kinds mm-hmm. of things can right. happen when things, when things are out of whack. And, right. and I know that's, you know, I like the manure concept, and I use concepts like out of whack <laughs> well, for really... <laughs> it kind of relates to people who understand what manure does when it gets, because it, it's always warm. <laughs> yeah, so, so basically, I was this big pile of manure that was just steaming. <laughs> oh, no, steaming don't and, 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 and no. no, but seriously, I was, I was, I <laughs> felt like a top, I literally, I used the language for, even with my husband. I said, mm-hmm. I feel like a toxic dump. Yeah. I felt like yeah. a toxic. I knew that there was toxicity, but um, the you know conventional medicine you know was on you know just didn't figure it out. Then I, it turns out it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I you know the gluten. I was eating super because I was eating super healthy food. I was doing all this research, anti-cancer, heart healthy, diabetic friendly, all these great things. But um, I didn't realize that you know when I was getting those whole grains, that awesome um, you know oh. bulgur wheat, or you know, and I was <laughs> and I was cooking it in my crock pot and having you know, these whole grains that it was friggin' killing me. And right. so this was this was huge. So so mm-hmm. you know, like you said, mm-hmm. carrots, you know, carrots, I've met people who are actually very allergic to carrots. I am extremely allergic to fennel. I mean it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is, and that creates the mm-hmm. um, uh, the you know the this this rea- this reaction whatever you want to call it you know inflammation that well, I, I would I would train your I would train your audience and around you and I'm going to I'm going to start saying it causes you to have inside your body an inflammation uh, mm-hmm. disorder the body mm-hmm. is having a very difficult time trying to tell you something's wrong here and you're not yeah. listening to your body right exactly. Or you can be listening, but you, you just can't figure it out because it's right. not, it's not, um, it's not obvious. And food allergies and food sensitivities, you have to actually clean things out before you can see the contrast of right. when you're on the different foods versus off of, and then what happens when you when you reintroduce. Right. So I was basically, I had an inflammation disorder, and um, mm-hmm. I, I like that, that terminology. And what they're discovering in, in health, and it relates to psychology profoundly, depression, anxiety. I've seen it huge times where the uh, inflammation can actually be the undercurrent, the underlying um, precipitant of whatever the disorder is, whether it develops into cancer, whether it develops into, into you know, more psychologically oriented um, challenges or, um, you know, uh, you know, can be things like uh, difficulties with well, walking. I think they're going to find out there eventually with Alzheimer's. They're going to find with a lot of these just uh, that are getting, uh, you know, like they haven't found a cure for nothing, but the, mm-hmm. they're going to find a lot of these uh, uh, symptoms of disease, we call them, of mm-hmm. disorders of individualities of organs functioning, is that inflammation could have started so far back in time. But they didn't mm-hmm. understand that evaporation process, that mm-hmm. evaporation of the body uh, causing an inflammation per person is like you said, your, all your family and everybody could have been eating, eating and nothing, no, no symptoms, but you mm-hmm. were having symptoms 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, it, 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 and it's for all of us. In fact, I've had on my show from different research centers, they say our prisons are full of people <laughs> who had symptoms that they didn't understand that mm. put them there because they didn't realize the, 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 the inflammation of the body causing over, out of control problems that they weren't looking at the body young enough at a time mm. that what could be causing these people to be having anxiety, anger, stress, emotional problems. Yeah. Because they weren't looking at the organs of the body as over-evaporation and inflammation uh, like you just described it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because the more we learn about the body and the brain and its functions, the more compassionate we become about things like, um, you know, people who become, you know, get into the criminal system. Hold on a second. <coughs> Dr. Daniel Amon's done some incredible work on that front, I don't know if you know, are familiar with this, we're taking, uh, it's, it's a little crazy, they inject a radioactive substance into the, um, into the body and then they take pictures of the brain, of the cerebral blood flow. And of course the blood flow is, is you know, taking the oxygen and taking everything around the body. And what he's finding, and we've been finding with people who engage, who have, you know, pretty severe psychological problems, obviously engaging in criminal behavior, is that there are certain regions of the, of the brain that are just not getting blood flow or are exactly. getting too much. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you educated about something where I come from with my research. And when you find time, go into the August 22nd show that we just had with Dr. Um, Jerry Pollock. PhD oh, I love from him. the University of Washington. I'm yeah, familiar with his work. Okay, well, listen to our show on Monday because we're both into water research. Mine is at another level. Uh, I go into the water vapor. I go into the water on the planet, on the surface fresh water, and then the, the human body water organism of life. And he was saying there, doctor, that they found a fourth water uh, substance in the body which is like if you, are you familiar with the CERN group out of Switzerland? No. Okay, well, the CERN group is primary. I mean, their research is unbelievable worldwide, really well-known. Conservatory of Energy and Nuclear Research, okay? okay? Unbelievable research center. They had found a few years ago a fourth matter in the atmosphere. So I called them and I said, you know, that fourth matter is probably why Earth is holding back that water vapor and we're not, we've got life here because of that fourth matter, and they said, that's right. Well, Dr. Pollock and his team found that fourth phase of water in the body, and he was educating us about that's like a gel substance, and I said, well, doctor, that's why the body isn't out of control over evaporating, is that's holding it back per person, depending Mm -hmm. upon individuality, doctor, your own individuality of evaporation is all unique to all of us. Everything is unique. But that energy he was talking, which I had learned along the way, but he taught me more, that that body water is electrolytically an energy to the water vapor recycling itself like you're a walking. Every living thing is a battery. So that battery of water is charging to that vapor and life. Your choices is what's going on with you and your over-evaporation of water loss whatever it may be, causing from birth, and you're coming along, and you don't realize that actually you think you're in control, 
We're never in control. We have to learn to supplement and read our body, listen to our body, and understand the rhythm of our body to be able to see, understand what we need to give it what it requires, what it's trying to tell you. And if we mm-hmm. don't learn to do that with our parents from birth, and we come along and we have this malfunction inside the body with that electric energy, plus all these things that you heard me talk about, those five things, if you haven't been taught that, all of a sudden you could go into an inflammation, an allergic reaction to what you haven't understood yet, which is really over-evaporation. They have never studied that yet. That's our research center. But back to what you're saying. Can you imagine all the children born all over the earth, they're never taught from birth with their parents, their mother, any of this? Yeah. And well, they're having even, to live on this planet. Yeah, when, and it gets even worse because if we look at the food supply and what children are being taught is believing is oh. food, it, you know, all the dry goods that you see that are full of sugar and um, high fructose corn syrup. Preservatives and, so they can stay oh, on the shelf and not be Oh, food. my God. Yeah, it's just we're tragic. We're going to take a moment, just a moment for a break, and then we're coming back. Don't go anywhere. And we're going to discuss to be fair to those food companies, but we're going to bring that out and uh, what's happened here with the food out there. And, and then we'll understand what happened to also water research in the body, uh, to be fair to those, uh, that side too, because it's, it's never been done like it should be. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature Tears Eye Mist, a supplement for the surface of the eye. The eye is connected to the brain. And the brain is 80 to 85% water. The surface of the eye is 99% water. Vision is electrolytic. When you're born and you open your eyelid, the vapor of the water and the air is electrolytically charging the vapor of of your tear film on the surface of your eye. If you don't receive enough, your brain goes on overload. You may have vision, what's called impairment, a complaint. And it's been causing all the way to blindness. We're going to listen to our sponsor. It's a supplement. It's the first supplement ever been on the planet to supplement your eyes every day so that you can know that you have provided the eyes that you require for a healthier eye with tissue culture grade of water. I'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist and we'll be back with Dr. Nichols. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I'm Dr. Nicosia. We were talking about the food companies and what's happened at the innocence of all people who go purchase food. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the store, and the children, and the babies, and life. And you found that with your studies for yourself, and you were able to figure out what you needed to do, how long did it take you to figure out it was the food you eat? It took 12 years of being wow. disabled. And, you know, I'd say 12 years, but it was actually probably 45 years because my whole life I had yes. migraines. And I thought that was part of life. Uh, And it took less than a month of going on on a a diet where I I took out most of the common allergens, irritants, that Mm -hmm. within less than a month, my migraines went away and didn't come back Uh, until uh, I reintroduced uh, gluten into my diet. mm -hmm. So 45 Mm -hmm. years, but 12 years of being particularly disabled, um, the, what can happen for many wow. people with, with autoimmune problems is that their symptoms um, may be latent or low-grade, uh, but mm-hmm. then a trauma, and a real common trauma, is childbirth. So it was when I had my daughter. Uh, that can trigger it and take it to a whole other level. So at that point, my immune system was gone, and that's why it also was confusing because I had no immune system. I, 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 my you, went on a gluten, you went on a gluten-free diet. After 12 years, when I discovered it 12 years later. Yeah. Explain to our audience. You know, people get, doctor, people get so skeptical because what happened in our lives, because of all the communication, they think, oh, that's got to be another gimmick. Uh, you know, uh, all, all that's another way to sell, 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 sell. But explain mm-hmm. to them how serious that is. Gluten-free diet should be explored by people who maybe think, they don't have a problem. They may, yeah. they may have a symptom that could be the problem. Uh, yeah. Educate our, our listeners. Yeah. Well, and you know, that question, is it a gimmick? I and mean, there's been so many gimmicks that I, it makes a lot of sense that people would question. Uh, I mean, you know, first they say it's bad to eat fats, and now they know, you know, fats, of course, are, are critical for the neurologic system and so forth and for the body. But, um, but basically, this, the, the, there's something, there's a protein in gluten um, called gliadin, and this protein is you know, where it came from, whether it's from all of the, you know, GMOing and all that, you know, the, you know, in terms of making things worse, that, I'm not saying that that isn't an irritant, but the actual gliadin, the actual gluten protein is actually not, it can't be fully broken down by the human body for anybody. And so that's fine, but the human body is amazing and it copes with all kinds of things. It copes with bad viruses and bacteria. And so the immune system just has to work a little bit harder. So it's not, for most people, it may not be a real biggie because it just copes with it and, and, and takes it on. But mm-hmm. for those who are sensitive to it, which is appearing to be more and more people, immunologically, when you have celiac disease, then it, that, that takes it um, to a place where it, sh- it really ruins the immune system and so it, it, it activates it in such a way that the, um, uh, the whole internal system of the, gast- gastronom- uh, the gastric system gets messed up. 
that said, and as you're talking about, there's there's such a uh, increase in inflammation globally. Be I think largely because of the food supply. There's more and more people have what's called leaky gut. Leaky gut. So even if someone inherently does not have celiac disease, but their their gut is uh, got some difficulties, then this protein, which again in a healthy gut maybe could, could be handled in a in a in a compromised body, that protein can then um, sneak in through those little crevices through that leaky gut and get into the bloodstream and then go all over the place in uh, and cause a broad range of problems into the um, into the brain into the uh, articular into the skeletal system it can create all kinds of other symptoms so a person may not have celiac disease, but they still may be what's called non-celiac gluten sensitive. And this is where we're hearing more and more people saying, when I eat gluten, I don't feel so good, I get brain fog, I seem to, you know, when, when they're figuring out, but then, but then they go to this, you know, they go and they go to a restaurant or they eat gluten sometimes and people say, oh, you don't have a problem. And so that makes it look more like a gimmick because it looks like people are saying they just don't want to do it or, when I eat gluten, I get kind of bloated and, and I gain more weight. So, so for some reason, people, a lot of people start to think, well, that just means you just want to lose weight if you don't want to eat gluten. But even if that's the case, Cher, and I mean, big deal, we have an obesity crisis in our, in, in our culture now too, so even if that was the reason. Um, but this gluten itself is just, it's just within the past, couple few decades that the medical science has discovered that it really is even an issue. So we are on, right. we're just on the, we're just on the cusp of learning about yes. what gluten is. Mm-hmm. And my, my prediction, I could be wrong, but I predict that within, within about 15 or 20 years, it might be that um, medically it may be recommended, uh, just like with sugar, that, that everyone may need to or want to consider um, reducing or eliminating gluten from their diets. I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. just my, mm-hmm. that's my theory. Well, no, 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 no. I think what's going to happen here is back to the education I had here for you today to think. See, when that baby came from the mother's womb and entered into the air we're living at water vapor electrolytically, the body began to evaporate water. No two people have the same eyes, fingerprints, and more. Individualities are over-evaporating, and you must maintain a certain amount of water table for yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. happening is foods are causing individuals to have an inflammation that is hidden, and that in- inflammation can have... Uh, different symptoms of, first of all, uh, drowsy, uh, get steam, lose steam. In other words, energy, get energy, lose your energy pretty quick. Maybe mm-hmm. emotional problems. If the swelling begins to do, like you say, in the gut, that means you're really dehydrated because mm-hmm. you're not able to keep up with the water to slow that evaporation down. So mm-hmm. you're, there's an inflammation happening. And, in mm-hmm. fact, I was just telling, somebody was asking me, yes, it's now Sharon. Um, I was listening to yours and Dr. Pollock's show, and he listened to it four times. And he said, I need to tell you, when my doctor said that when I was swelling up in the body and gave me pills to to reduce the water level, did he do that right? I said, no, because what happens in the body when it swells up, you're overly evaporating to severe dehydration. And Mm -hmm. it's saying to you, I need more water, I need more water, I need more water, and it's backing up every bit of water it could hold. 
Then you can mm-hmm. have a weight gain, and that'll be backing up, backing up, backing up. Water. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the body then gets so adjusted to operating like that that the body, you're, you know, it's like I said earlier, you got it. your body is control of you. Anybody mm-hmm. who thinks that a person who's addictive is doing and it's all the body's crave. Mm-hmm. You don't even know who that's going to be. And it's like with you and the gluten problem. How would it ever know? Mm-hmm. Because there was a time when we all said, and I'm, I'm, uh, I love, here in Oregon, in, in Oregon, we have a, a founder of a bread called Dave's Killer Bread, made of nuts and, and all the goodies. And you pick up a loaf, and it's heavy. Unbelievable. It's a healthy, healthy bread. Mm, and nice. uh, we don't eat much bread, but I started fixing a French toast for my husband and I to try to get as much as we can of that. Because so far, it doesn't seem we're, we have any reaction to it. So mm-hmm. back to all, every one of us. We've got to watch our children. We've got to watch ourselves. Because like you said, you had symptoms, but you had no idea what, what was causing it. And you're maybe we're blaming it on other things, you know, like, oh, I've been tired or, or I've been pushing myself or I get emotional or, or maybe I need to learn to be more relaxed. And, but people don't mm-hmm. realize, like you're learning, food, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. enough drinking water. Oh, and the other one I need to bring up to you today, though is the something we're learning, and I'm really stressing it. You and everybody else learns, needs to learn to do breathing exercise. Do you follow me with that? Mm-hmm. See, what happens is that we've had doctors on here, and all are, and, and saying, too, when that baby is born, that baby needs to learn how to breathe in through the nose and push it out through the mouth like a filter system. In other words, you breathe in the nose out through the mouth as a filtering. Once mm-hmm. we learn that part of our routine is to find times to do that during the day, the body is able then to flush some of that toxin out by filtering. And it's got to be because you're pulling in that water vapor electrolytically and then you're pushing out what's inside the body with the filtering. Everybody who's learned about Tai Chi and Qigong, uh, yoga, all these, and I have no doubt, doctor, all those athletes knew how to breathe. I watched them. I watched them. They're learning all the scientific benefits of what you learn to push yourself to become more performance by scientific methods. But breathing in and bringing out is vital. Number two is the water you drink is vital. And then the other one, like you're learning, that, that must, what you're eating. And I've got doctors on my team and that are ophthalmologists, and one of them is just every patient that comes to him, thousands of patients, they're learning how to get on a di- better diet. He's talking mm-hmm. vegan. He's worried sick about many of them having re- reactions, aging too quickly with their eyes. And what's happening with dry eye is the eating. And he knew that if you change your diet, and I had talked to some of his patients, and every one of them was swearing by him the fact that they, he, he influenced them to get on a more vegan diet to be able to understand the body's functioning, and their eyes improved. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up the, um, 
the vegan, I've, I've had periods of time where I was eating raw vegan food, especially when I was studying to be a, I, I think, you know, I became a gourmet raw food chef and um, a raw food nutrition educator. So there's been um, periods of time where I ate, ate strictly raw vegan food. I, I am not, I do not, I am not a vegan um, inherently. I'm not raw vegan. Uh, but even people who are raw vegan don't necessarily just eat raw food. But the thing about, one of the great things about the, the eating of increased plant-based foods, particularly the fresh ones, and you're going to love this, is because it has such a massively high water content, particularly yeah. if you've, you know, you're eating the, fr- you know, the fruits and the vegetables, uh, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, even you know, have making broth-based soups, you can make those even warmed or, or chilled in the, you know, warm in the, in the microwave or whatever. But when you start eating more and more of that food, it's naturally flushing things out, and it also oh my God. Uh, helps. You feel like you could, you could go all the way to the moon and not get tired. You feel amazing, and your skin, you know, because, because so often, as you know, the skin starts to get, as it, we have more dehydration, it gets more um, you know, dry and, and wrinkled. And so people, it's like after I was doing, eating a lot of this raw food, and people were saying, what is going on? You know, because my, my skin looks way less wrinkled. It doesn't mean that I've, mm-hmm. I've totally wrinkle-free. None of us, you know, we're, on a, we're on a path. But, but it, it, it's like there's a vibrancy, there's a health, there's a vitality that when mm-hmm. you're eating there's actually, a color. and there's yeah. a color and we're eating vital mm-hmm. food when you're eating food that's actually alive um, and it's supporting your own liveness it's very different than eating as we talked about the sugars the processed foods the um, the you know artificial this that and the other the, uh, the preservatives uh, the things that kill things um, mm-hmm. so so I, I think that there's, you know, and actually... Let's get into they, something. I'm going to change the subject for a minute before because sure. I sure don't want time to run out until I hear. I'm going to pick your brain. Sure. Uh, and it's you know, probably in your book, but, you know, I'm a believer. You could be vegan one day of the week. There are things you can do. But mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you eat? How do you do it? What did you learn? The diet. What foods did you choose for yourself? So that varies uh, based on, I really try to listen to my body. So mm-hmm. what I've noticed is that in the summertime, and maybe this is because I'm on the planet, in the summer my body really likes a lot of the raw, fresh fr- uh, fruits and veggies that are really available. Mm-hmm. And then I find when it gets more into the winter months that uh, I, my body seems to want and need more cooked, more heat. Um, so more cooked foods and, and cooked soups and uh, a little heavier food that that uh, just helps carry me. But in the summer, I like the lighter foods, the the salads, the fruits and veggies. I love nuts and seeds. Um, now, what do you in, have when you make a salad? Oh, uh, what, yes. what do you put in a salad? Well, it depends on my mood. Uh, if I'm doing a quick and dirty one, I mean, I can just throw together some beautiful romaine lettuce, maybe a little bit of tomato and avocado, and, mm-hmm. and then squeeze on some lemon juice and 
olive oil and a little bit of mm-hmm. salt, you know, a little bit of Himalayan salt and pepper, and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mm-hmm. just um, yesterday, I made a to die for salad. I, um, I I basically used wanted to use some of the stuff up in the fridge, but I used a lot of um, parsley and cilantro, and I um, steamed some beets, and I made my beet salad, which is in the recipe book. But then it also uses cumin and garlic mm-hmm. and onions and mm-hmm. um, a little bit of salt and pepper, but then I'm like, oh, I've got other stuff in the fridge. And so I, I also shredded and put in some cabbage, some raw cabbage. Right. Um, the, other, the other thing I put in was I made some, I had um, made some pickled, some, it's called jardiniera vegetables, but I did just the um, pickling part, just the, um, not, not the fermented pickling, but the cooking in, in vinegar of the, um, what do you call it, daikon radish. I, I experimented with that in my in the jardiniera, but I just saved some where I just pickled it, and I put some of that um, uh, basically vinegar, vinegar boiled or, or steamed or actually mm-hmm. boiled um, mm-hmm. uh, daikon in it, and all cubed up, mm-hmm. and holy moly, this salad is to die holy for. Moly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so good. Now, you I throw in some apple cider vinegar. One word. Up in Canada. In fact, I apologize to the audience. She's in British Columbia, Canada, in Vancouver. But mm-hmm. I haven't had you say one word about kale. Kale? Do you cook kale? Do, kale I, up in do I cook? I've been called the kale lady. I mean, a friend of mine is actually the kale, who wrote the book of kale. She's called the kale lady. She calls me the kale lady now, too. Because, oh, we, you know, um, I'm a, people can say, what do you do on your day off for relaxing I go produce shopping oh my and years God, so and fun. years ago when I got into kale and arugula and mm-hmm. all the dark greens oh my gosh I was in heaven mm-hmm. and uh, I always in my salads I add uh, I never use romaine very very rarely only because I, I feel it great for crunchiness mm-hmm. but I always go the we have here in the United States a saying that you can get all the mixtures up together and mm-hmm. uh, the spinach and all the, oh, uh, everything you can imagine in one container. And then I start adding kale and, and uh, chop, uh, cut off the cob corn and nice. get as much nutrition as in there as I can and dark green. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, like you, I add some extra, uh, whatever I think extra to make sure it's a very healthy um, in fact, they've said, and you, you're the pro on this because of your background, the, the salad should be the main meal and then you plan all the rest of your meal around your salad or your vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah, right. salads are so core, and and people think that you know they make a little salad, uh, you know you make a big salad. It's it's and the thing is because yeah. when you make these big salads, it's almost all water anyway, and full of nutrients. It's so nutrient dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can add avocado, even, you can add the avocados. You can add olives, chopped mm-hmm. up olives that you chop up. You can um, there's so much you can add to it to add a, mm-hmm. a nutritional value. To yeah, a salad and then plan the rest of your meal uh, around what you just did with your salad. But you know mm-hmm. something, I, one of my doctors, you know, I have, I'm a very, very busy person behind the desk running a research center to go to the planet Earth. Uh, we're launching, we just own, we own patents all over the world. 
And the thing about it is I don't have the time to, to cook them more vegan, which I'd like to learn to do to get the protein. Mm-hmm. And do you have a protein drink that you drink? I mean, that's got greens in it and what is the basis? Is, is it water in it? Uh, do we know? And not too much sugar, not something with sugar, but is there something that a person could make as a, as a drink to get you all that you want, but also get the protein? And then one of my t- team players said, don't buy that protein powder. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, oh, my you know, gosh. So you what know, did it's- you fix? Well, you know, that's, it's an interesting question. I'm really careful about making specific recommendations because I'm not a physician. I'm not a dietitian. Um, I mean, for ourselves, I like to find ones that, uh, uh, because I'm sensitive to dairy, I can't eat dairy as well. Mm-hmm. I like to get uh, um, the the non dairy versions, and you know whether it's. I'm not saying this would be better for anybody or worse than for anybody, but I really, I mean, the plant based Vega brand, which is pretty popular, it's all over the place. Um, that one is got a lot of really good stuff in it uh, mm-hmm. because yeah, it is nice when you can get something that you can just grab and go and throw in, throw in some you know a bonus into your smoothie if you right. if you want to do that. If you, you know, want to really do your studying and, um, and you know, look at the different foods and what, what the different amino, amino acid profiles are, like our nutrition educator teachers have done, you know, it's, you, can, you can try to do that. But if you're eating the rainbow and if you're eating a lot of, of uh, you, know, th- you know, things like kale and broccoli and romaine, actually, I was shocked. Romaine lettuce mm-hmm. has, is one of the highest nutrient-dense foods. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. again, it's mostly water, uh, so you have to eat a lot of it. Um, and then when you get in the nuts and seeds and you're getting more of your minerals and, and mm-hmm. you know, you, you mix it up, you're probably going to be in a pretty good shape for, you know, for protein. In, in terms of yes, protein. protein. Now, oh, yeah. The other thing I love for protein, you want to boost your protein, the, um, there's something called nutritional yeast, and you probably noticed in my book that I use it in quite a few of the recipes. It is loaded with protein, you know, the different aminos, the B vitamins. Um, I have a packet right here. I have uh, in two tablespoons of this powder, which actually tastes like it's full of salt, and it has almost none, um, it, you know, virtually no sodium in it. Um, and how much uh, do you t- use it in that, uh, like a teaspoon, or how much? Well, there's a tablespoon. Yeah, so you can put a teaspoon or a tablespoon. It, it tastes tablespoon. cheesy. It tastes like you're adding a cheesy flavor. But in, oh, two okay. tables, in just two tablespoons, you get five grams of protein of this one brand of this stuff that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And some are not as high as that, but and then you get two grams of fiber. It's three three mm-hmm. grams of carbohydrates, almost no carbohydrates, but it's um, it's it boosts the and it's loaded with B vitamins and B12. So this is one thing that when people are eating, if you are eating a strictly plant based diet, you have to re- even if you're not, um, we all need to be careful mm-hmm. now about B12 because our okay, we're out of time, and uh, oh, I would like the world to hear your uh, how to find you on the web and then the name of your book. Sure. So you can find more information at yumfoodforliving.com. That's yumfood4, as an F-O-R, yumfoodforliving.com. And my book is called Yum, Plant-Based Recipes for a Gluten-Free Diet. And it's available mm-hmm. on my website as well as on uh, Amazon and in some mm-hmm. local stores, uh, particularly in British Columbia and, uh, mm-hmm. and Washington. Well, thank you, thank you. Let's do this again. If you ever run into something you think 
you want to uh, just educate us about, uh, come back on again. Get a hold of Polly uh, Peverton, and we'll do this again. I would be delighted. This was so much fun. Thank you for inviting me. You're, it was nice to have you. You have a nice day, and I love Canada. We have a big business up in Canada, and I love that country. It's so beautiful. You have a nice you day. Both. And you be, you be well. Thank you, too, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, wasn't that fun to listen to about our diet and our, what we need to do to read our bodies? I want to thank you for listening. Embrace your life, as I've said. Every moment, it's your life. But also remember, you are part of somebody else's lives. Embrace that, too. But Earth Whispers, don't take everything with you when you leave. Leave something of yourself for all the children of the world to know you cared for a lifetime. That's your legacy. Thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh, 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 oh,